Did you know that the timed windshield wipers on your car were inspired by the behavior of the human eye? Well, let me tell you more about it. Welcome to Design Dive, the podcast that explores design that's all around us every Wednesday in just 10 to 15 minutes, so you can get on with your day. My name is Chris Downs, and whether you're a designer or just simply curious about how design impacts our everyday life, you're in the right place. So, Let's dive in. Today, we're going to talk about the windshield wiper or the timer around the windshield wiper. Now, most of us for most of our lives we're used to this timer that you can set on the windshield wiper speed based on how heavy of rainfalls coming down just so that it doesn't obstruct your view and doesn't become super annoying. Now, have you ever thought about where did that timer come from? What was the thought behind it? Well, let's talk about where wiper blades came from originally. Windshield wiper blades date back to 1896 and were used for trains so that conductors could see the track ahead of them in bad weather. Now, eventually, these blades transferred over to the automobile, which became a hit and obviously is still used today. Now, these first blades were used in the early 20th century on automobiles, and first iterations were manual blades that you'd have to move by hand. That became dangerous, so there were iterations that they would mechanically be powered uh, by the engine. So based on uh, the engine's speed would convert to how fast the windshield wiper blades were going. So this was a problem because no matter how fast or slow you wanted it, it was all up to the speed of your engine, uh, whether you're driving fast or slow. Now, Let's talk about that problem. The wipers of the day were not great. They obstructed a driver's vision, and even during a light rain, they would maintain the same speed, back and forth, back and forth, and there wasn't much control for the driver. Now, this obstruction was observed by Robert W. Kearns. He was the inventor of the intermittent windshield wiper. He decided to try to figure out and invent a solution that would give the driver control over the speed of the wiper blades. Now, in doing this, he actually took inspiration from the human eye. Now, picture this for a moment. Our eyes don't hold a perfect tempo when it comes to blinking. If we did, you could probably consider us to be robots, but we are very much human and our eyes blink based on what's happening around us. Our environment, whether wind or moisture are hitting our eyes, that will cause us to blink. Now, this is an experiment that you could try. If you try blinking rhythmically, you'll notice that that obstructs your vision. Kearns observed that only blinking whenever it was necessary caused the least amount of obstruction and thus we can see much more clearly than if we were blinking more often. With that inspiration, he developed a mechanical solution that would give a slight pause when the blades made it to their resting position. Now, you would think, great, he came up with a solution. There's a slight pause so that 
Vision's not obstructed. Well, we're not done. And when it comes to design, we're never really done when it comes to the first iteration. Even though there was a longer rest period, that didn't solve the problem. He learned that depending on the rainfall, the rest times needed to change. During a light rain, that rest time needed to be longer because there was less water to clear off the windshield. And during heavy rains, those rest times needed to be shorter so that water could be cleared off the windshield faster. So he couldn't achieve this with the original mechanical solution that he came up with. Instead, he developed an electronic circuit that would allow for a mechanical switch to operate the duration of the rest time of the wiper blades. So essentially, this electronic circuit would allow for that the mechanical components to be controlled based on the driver's preference. Now this gets us to how we understand controlling wiper blades today. We can decide what speed we want, and this is the breakthrough that he came up with. Now what did he do with this idea? How did it get into the cars that we drive today? Kearns offered his invention to the Ford Motor Company, who seemed interested, but they had said that they were working on a solution themselves. They had a 1961 version from a company called Trico, but their version was flawed. To put it in perspective, theirs had 29 individual parts versus Kearns, which had four. If you're on an assembly line and you have a component that has 29 individual parts versus four, that's a game changer because the more parts that you have, that means there's more room for error. And that is why it was so flawed. So Ford decided to go along with Kearns' invention and ask for a reliability test to be done. This was to test that when that mechanism was out on the road in the normal wear and tear of everyday life, that it would hold up. So over the next 12 months, Kearns did this testing, and in November of 1964, he had proven it. His invention made it through, so Kearns then patented his solution. So Ford agreed to use his invention on the 1969 Ford Mercury line. As a part of that agreement, Kearns was asked to tell Ford how his mechanism worked for, quote, safety reasons. Now, five months later, he was then told by Ford that they didn't want his product. They instead produced their own solution. So eventually when that line was launched, Kearns took apart the wiper mechanism and found that it was a copy of his and they had called it their own. Soon, other car companies were also using that same mechanism, that mechanism that he came up with. So what did he do? He spent a great deal of his life in court battles against Ford. He was absolutely livid. He filed a lawsuit against Ford for patent infringement in 1978. This weighed heavily on his personal life. It was going against a big company like Ford, and doing so was unheard of and super expensive. So he tapped into other family to support him, and that weighed on relationships heavily. 
Ford did offer to pay him off, but Kearns declined. He wanted justice for Ford taking his idea. So fast forward, it is the year 1990. Kearns won one of the most biggest patent infringement cases against Ford in history. So Kearns was then awarded $10.2 million. So what does he do? Does he decide to buy a beach house and relax for the rest of his retirement? No, he wasn't done. He went after Chrysler in 1992 for the same infringement rights and won and got even more money from them. So a very sad and unfortunate story of a brilliant and clever design that's in every single car today. So let's talk about today. What do we have? So we don't quite have that same mechanism that was originally developed by Kearns. Now we have timer circuits in order to to set and reset the durations. We have microcontrollers to control the motors of the blades, making it much more mechanical than older cars and more computerized. There's also even sensors on some newer cars that detect when moisture is on the windshield and will automatically clear that moisture without you having to do anything. So amazing to see where technology is developed to where it is today. What do we learn from this? Well, good design does solve a problem, yes, but great design is iterated on and perfected and is constantly being challenged. Like the windshield wiper and Kern's first iteration with the mechanical solution, he didn't stop there. He kept iterating on it and came up with a genius invention that we enjoy now, sometimes without even thinking about it. It's just second nature. So just a simple observation of the human eye, for example, can change an entire perspective. So whenever you're out and about, just know that sometimes the smallest thoughts and impressions can sometimes lead to great things. And that's our dive. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow the channel, leave a rating or review if you have some time, and share this podcast with others. But until next time, keep learning, stay inspired, and remember, design is all around us. See ya.